Welcome to Become. I am so excited that you're here. I'm Courtney Koenig, a multi-international human design, manifestation, and somatic coach. Really, I'm a healer at the very core. We're taking this healing journey together where you can create alignment because an in your alignment is your phenomenon. That is the beauty of what you're here to do because only you can do it. So oftentimes we have blind spots for ourselves and we don't recognize the amazing gifts that we have and the great things that we're doing. And I'm here um, showing you exactly how you can show up for yourself even more. And the more that you show up for you, the more that you're going to show up for your business, the more that your business and your career is going to be a source of peace and joy. And that's what we want, right? You have received this calling to step into this position that you're at, into this career that you're at, into the business that you're developing and you have, into this leader. And we're going to back up that calling with tools that are going to help you to have peace. So taking you out of self-sabotage, taking you out of burnout, taking you out of overwhelm, never feeling like you're doing enough um, on this roller coaster of emotions that comes with being an entrepreneur and having a career and two, feeling so tired that um, your business is and your career is running you instead of you running it and being in charge. So managing stresses, pivots, changes, all the things that happen while also um, being a woman who has a, a family or who has friends who wants to show up for those relationships um, as a whole human being. So the whole picture. So this is a healing journey. And as we step into um, all these topics that we address each week, um, I'm just so grateful to have you. Please um, leave a review, subscribe. I love having you in the world. And then always drop, um, drop a message to me. Love hearing from you. All right. Thanks so much for being a part of Become. Welcome to Become. I'm Courtney Koenig, igniting you to become a powerful, profitable, purposeful boss of your business and of your life. Human design is a personal development tool that's actually personal. It's mindset work that really works because it's based on your date of birth, your place of birth, and all that information really shows you a chart of the gifts that you were born with. Becoming that person that you have felt inside, tapping into your passion and backing it up with the gifts and the abilities that you already have inside of you. The answers are already there. Human design is shining the light on those abilities and gifts, helping you to have velocity in your life and doing business your way. I have a most wonderful guest on today. I cannot wait. Kristen Wanch teaches women how to build wealthy Wealth Simply. She is the founder of the Women's Money Mastery, a transformational coaching program using her integrated wealth method, which is the first blend of energetics, mindset, and strategy. And she teaches women to create a steady flow of income without feeling guilt and stepping into this relationship with money that they love. Um, she's an ex-trader and has personally paid off $100,000 in debt in just a few years and has built a multi-six-figure business from the ground up. She lives in her dream life 
uh, living her dream life on the beaches of Costa Rica. Kristen, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, it's so good to be here. I'm super, super excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. When we connected, I was like, oh, your vibe is just so on. And then you're telling me that you live in the dreamland of Costa Rica from Canada. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in London, Ontario for any Canadians over there. Oh, awesome. It's and such a beautiful um, place to be around, surrounded with people and the tropical and the ocean. I mean, just a dreamy, dreamy place. Mm, yeah. Costa Rica has such a chill vibe and there's so much nature mm. and the land here is just, you can feel the, the energy and it's just been so yeah, healing and powerful and, and has really given me the space to thrive. And I, I think everyone deserves that. Yes, they do. They deserve that space to thrive. Exactly. And I love that you just were like, um, this is what I want and I'm going to go after it, you know, and you figured it out. And I think it's so stunning. So um, before we jump into your chart, which I'm so excited about, I would love to get to know you a little bit more. So do you have a favorite book or show that you've been into? Ooh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I, I actually don't watch TV, so I don't have any shows that I'm into at all. Although every once in a while I ask my mom for recommendations because she's well-versed. I, it's really interesting you ask that. I mean, I have lots of, lots of favorite books, but at the moment I, I actually have been very intentional about not consuming a lot. I felt this like oh. probably three months ago, three, maybe four months ago, I felt this real pull to be in more creation mode. And so instead of I'm, I'm an avid learner and I love, I love podcasts. I love books. I love audio books, but like, I really felt this deep desire to just create and, and like really, um, sort of nurture my own ideas and my own IP for the business and my own kind of creation. So I've been like very inward and not intentionally not consuming a lot. So it's interesting you ask, but um, I, you know, I love all things, personal development. So my favorite books are, you know, of, of that, of that realm. Yes. Well, and I think that is so vital, especially when we talk about manifesting that we are, um, and keeping our identity solid, that we're not consumers, that Mm -hmm. we're really stick in this mentality where we're, um, where we are avid, um, keepers of our vision. And so when we consume, it just kind of gets all mucky and weird and things like that. And so I love that. And it really like, um, there's a lot of media out there that people don't really recognize has a certain vibrational pull Mm. that's not helpful in our lives. And so we want to make sure that what we're consuming is on a vibrational frequency that's serving us and, and not just pulling us away, which happens a lot and people just don't even realize it. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Now, um, I know you're in a beautiful Costa Rica, which is a destination where everybody wants to go to. <laughs> um, but tell us, is there a favorite place that you'd love to travel to, or even go to within the country? Honestly, where I live, <laughs> it's, you know, it's fascinating. I love to travel. It's, you know, one of my favorite things. And I've done a bunch of traveling over the last probably year or even couple of years. And every time I do, I'm actually so excited to come home. You know, I've been to, I've been to Mexico recently and, uh, you know, I'll go to Europe in the, in the summer, but like, I, 
it's so beautiful to actually live in a place where I'm like, I'm really excited to come home. I've loved, you know, I loved Mexico when I was there, but I don't, I'm not disappointed to come back. And, and I think that's something that, you know, a lot of people don't realize is possible that like many people come to Costa Rica or, you know, other places because it's an escape from their everyday life. And it's like, you get to actually live in the place that lights you up, whatever that looks like, whether it's a beach or the mountains or this, like the most active and insane city, like whatever that looks like for you, you actually get to live that every day. So I live in Nosara in Costa Rica. And for me, it's been, it's been so beautiful because it's a very chill vibe. There are like the perfect amount of people. There are perfect amount of like cute cafes, uh, I can still get a oh. latte with almond milk. <laughs> you know, it's there's surf here that I get to surf every day. It's like they're beautiful monkeys and nature and incredible. This place it attracts incredible humans. So like just really inconspicuous, you know, geniuses really that have done a lot and been really successful in life and, and also are just like living a very chill vibe. And so the, the place oh. that I would recommend in Costa Rica is definitely where I live. That is so beautiful that, and it's just so inspiring that you have felt, you felt this call to go mm-hmm. and you built a life that you want. And, and that's really like, we are in charge of building the lives that we want. Um, things don't happen to us. They happen for us. We are in control of where we go and our destiny and all those things. It's not just a, oh, well, we're just going to settle for, you know, working this job and I don't even like it, you know, that type of thing or being in this place. That's not my vibe or, or settling with me. And, um, so that piece is so stunning. I love that. I am so excited to get into your chart. It's so stunning and so beautiful. And there's so many layers of your gifts um, and how you operate best. And so I'm excited to, uh, I always start with your design type. So always like, how do we show up and how do we align with our type is the first place to start in human design. And so you are a generator. And with that, you have this beautiful gift of doing your thing better and better and better and better. It's all about this refinement process. It's all about like, you feel this passion towards your, and your soul calling towards this thing. And you're like, I'm going to make that thing better and better and better. And, um, and you, it's, it's calling to refine it over and over and over again. It's like, you have this focused vision on this thing that you do. And instead of getting like, caught up in all these other things, you're like, here it is. And here's how I'm going to expand this or refine it or make it better in every way. And, and when you layer on, um, that piece with following your gut, your gut is pointing you in the right direction of how you make this better and better and better, how you make your thing better and better and better. And so, so oftentimes in business, we're just like, Hey, um, where's our spreadsheet for determining if this is what we should do, or this is what we should do, you know, positive, negative columns and things like that. And the gut doesn't really play a huge part in our business plan, but it should. And especially for you as a generator, your gut is where you're, um, the direction that you're supposed to go into. So, um, and the gut, yes, is like, um, an expansion feeling, a lightness, a brightness, um, as like kind of a soul calling, you can feel it throughout your body. Um, and a no with your gut, when your gut's like, nah, I don't think so is like, a, a shrinking. It's like, a 
blah feeling, maybe even bored or like, I'm just not inspired by this. I'm not content with this at all. And so your gut is always leading you in the right direction. So have you seen these, um, your gut lead you in the right direction throughout your business? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think there are, there are certain things that your mind creates, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big thinker. And so I, I really trust my ability to like rationalize and problem solve with my mind. And, and then I have noticed over, you know, the course of me doing business that there are things yes. that, you know, I feel into, or I can't really explain with my mind or, you know, like you said, there's no like pros and cons list. Although, I, you know, I never really make any yes. of those, but like the things that just really align for reasons that can't really be explained. And, you know, one example for that is the work that I do, right? Like it's, it all sort of came together. I was doing a lot of, you know, a lot of business coaching, a lot of working with women and hearing the same story about money and numbers and, you know, money's just not my thing. Numbers aren't my jam. Like I just don't feel confident with numbers and, and just started really following the thread and, and the way that the program that I run unfolded was just so, it was, it was like, it had a life of its own. It was like, it couldn't be explained before that. And, and it didn't really, yeah, it wasn't a strategic thing necessarily that came up. It was just like, this felt like it made a lot of sense. And I was really feeling into that piece of like, women have a need for this work and, and, you know, just trusting in one of the things that I do trust. And I know so deeply is like, I'm, I'm meant to do this work in the world. Like I'm meant to have this impact. Mm -hmm. And And there's no reason logically for me to believe that, but I just know that to be true. Yes. And you're Mm -hmm. taking that feeling as truth. And that's a beautiful alignment with a generator is like that feeling is your truth. Um, And other people might not understand, or your brain might overthink it and be like, well, I'm not sure, you know, but like kicking that to the curb, you know, like um, overthinking is really not useful. It's not helpful. It's not going to create this, um, beautiful offer or whatever direction your gut is pointing yourself to and, um, and following that and then continuing to make things better and better and better. And have you seen that refinement process of you've naturally like, um, we're going to focus on this thing and just make it. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny. You say that actually, I, right now I'm, I'm creating a a masterclass, like a a free training that I'll run online in the next couple of weeks, um, for women. And one of the, one of the things that I'm building into it is Mm -hmm. the, the power of focusing on one thing. Like I've run the same program for the last two and a half years and I haven't, I've changed it. I've added new modules and I've taken some things away, but I haven't changed what I'm doing in business at all. And Mm -hmm. all I'm ever focusing on is how do I make clients results more efficient? Like how do I make clients get better and better results? Like how do I make the the program content even clearer? How do I make my coaching more on point? Mm -hmm. How do I make things more concise, more, you know, more clear instead of what is really easy to do, which is like jump to a new idea, right? Like this feels fun. Instead, I can continue to come back to the single program that I run, which isn't, it feels, it's interesting. You say that my tendency is to focus because it feels, sometimes it feels hard as an entrepreneur. It's like, I would love to just like create something fun that, you know, feels super new and super exciting. Um, but I know, like, I know that's what, what's most value, valuable for the business, but also my clients. It's like, every time I run the, 
program that I run, I get yeah. more confident in the results, more and more confident in the results. Cause I'm like, I know exactly what's going to happen. It's like, I know exactly what week things are going to land. I know exactly when things are going to start to kick off. I can see people planting, planting the seeds. And like when all their tangible financial results are going to start to come through, like it's just, yeah, that process, it actually feels so fun to improve and optimize things because that's when your business and life really starts to get a lot easier, right? Cause you're not trying to reinvent the wheel every time you're not trying to you know, sell something new. Every time you do it, you're not trying to, um, sell it in a different way. Like you're just really improving. You're not worried about the results as much as you are in the beginning, because you just know that things are improving. And I, I like, I really love that feeling. I love it because it creates clarity for my team and for myself, mm-hmm. but also clients. And so, yeah, that very much resonates. That's that. And that, um, freedom, Cause it really is freedom to just be like, this is my thing. Mm-hmm. I, um, this is my soul calling this thing and, and to refine that. And again, optimize it. That's such a beautiful word to optimize the process. It allows freedom. Cause you're not, even though you're a generator, you can do lots and lots of things, but you're going to do your thing and you're going to optimize that over and over and over again and not get, um, into the mindset. Well, an entrepreneur has all these layers of things going on, you know, that type of thing to have success. And Mm. that's not how it has to be. And oftentimes generators get burnt out because they're like, well, I feel like I should do a lot of other things. You know what, if I, um, I feel like I should do all these other things Mm -hmm. and add them to my plate and generators get burned out too. You know, you're a human being. And so you need to renew. Yeah. Yeah. And what I love about you, what you've said there is like, yes, generators can do a lot of work. Like Mm -hmm. I, I really love to, I mean, I love to show up to my business. So working isn't hard for me, you know, for the most part. Um, but it's really the matter of like, say you want to work, you know, six hours in a day, you can work those six hours doing, just doing a bunch of shit, or you can work those six hours doing the highest impact things that are really going to get you results, right? Like the, the client that you're too afraid to pitch or the, you know, like showing up on social media in a way that's more bold than you ever have before. Right. That actually attracts like high level clients to you. You can spend those six hours figuring out, you know, doing the work to figure out how, what you're going to offer to be able to raise your price and what you need to be delivering to who. Right. And so it's like, it's not a matter of like just working more, working more or not working more. It's a matter of like what you're doing in those hours. So that in the space you're working, whether you're a generator or projector, um, and you, you know, you don't, you know, have as much space or you don't feel as much inclined to do the work. It's like really being potent with every hour that you're working and, and how you, how you make that most efficient, I think is, is really powerful for everyone. Yes. And allowing ourselves to run our business instead of our business running us. Yeah. Um, and that's what I get a lot is from my clients. They're like, I'm just so tired. And I'm like, let's look at what's efficient for you and what you really need um, and drop the rest of this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like it's a lot and let's drop that out. Um, so also on your chart is your defined centers. And now you have the Ajna, which is ideas. You have the throat, which is communication. These are the gifts of these centers. And because they're defined, you always have these gifts all the time. And so um, when you're going into a setting you can, or um, a new push or whatever it is, you can be like, I have this gift. This is what we got. 
So um, the G Center, which is uh, direction and love, the heart, which is willpower, the sacral, which is your energy center, and the root, which is drive. So all of these things are backing you up all the time. Now, I wanted to talk about your Ajna, your um, ideas, your mind is always going, um, and you have this drive and intensity to be able to um, allow those ideas to come to fruition and to build them out as well. Um, but it's also a blessing for your clients too. So when people have um, defined centers, it's almost like a gift that they give to other people as well. And so when you, in your work with your clients, your ideas are coming to you that are for them, that are um, you make available for them and inspire them and promote this kind of co-creation process. Um, and it's really a beautiful art to these ideas and to delineating like, okay, we're, this is what we're going to follow, you know, that type of thing. So have you um, in this with your clients, have you seen this co-creation process? I know um, with them. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, one of the, one of the things I'm really good at doing is, is seeing patterns. And so mm. I can sort of unpack things for clients in a way that, you know, just to give you an example, one, one client wants to, she has a revenue goal for the year. That's, you know, 50% more than it was last year. And it's like, what are all of your options around how you could do that? Like, what are the things that you're currently doing that are really working? And she lays out those three things. Mm -hmm. What are all of the variables, like the unknowns that you, you know, you don't know. And she, you know, thinking about how to optimize and how to get there. It's like, we map out four very specific clear or she does, right? Like I ask yeah. her, you know, what are your, what are your options? And she maps out four very specific and clear paths forward. And it's like, well, which of those actually feels like the easiest for you to execute and the most fun. And then we take a couple things off the table and then it's like, okay, this is clearly where I want to focus. It's, you know, how do I bring on two new contractors and maximize this, um, this contract with a current client? I'm going to also negotiate uh, for an increase on it. And so that's a piece of it. And so we work around. So basically the whole process is like, she's defined what actually feels most aligned for her, but I've given her the structure to figure out, okay, it's from these options. This is why these are going to mm -hmm. be the challenges. Here's how we remove those challenges. Here's how we make it easier. Here's how you need to think about it. And then from that place and in, inside of the coaching we keep her in momentum to actually do the things. And so instead of avoiding the hard conversation, it's like, we actually unpack what's really there. So when she comes back to the call and she's like, I didn't, you know, I didn't have the negotiation. I think it'll be better next month. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. what a minute, like wait, wait, what's really there for you. And then we circled around to the fact that she's actually, she doesn't want to rock the boat. So she's putting off an uncomfortable conversation. And then that enables her to have that conversation to negotiate for a raise. And, you know, that particular client had was, is now making 80% more than she was last year. And so it's that process of co-creation. It's like, she decided the direction I gave her new perspectives and asked her the right questions and, and gave her new ideas and the container to really get results. And so I think that that process, you're, you're right. It's, it is like a tango. It's not like I just say, do this. And then she does it. It's, it's right. really finding that process of what's aligned aligned for her so that she's getting the results she wants. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's gorgeous. Um, and as we step further into your chart, we're going to look at profile. So your profile is made up of two numbers, 
The first number is the way you see yourself, and the second number is the way others see you. And you are a one three, and so you're this knowledge seeker. So you're always seeking out facts. You love a good Google. You love <laughs> Chat GPT. You know, bring it all on <laughs> that type of thing. So um, you have this thirst for knowledge and this natural curiosity about how things um, work and develop, um, and you develop your genius. It's part of what fulfills you. And now this number three is an experimenter. So you are one who's going to see what works, see what lands, um, the things that don't, it's okay because you're experimenting, you're playing with it. You're getting to know like what works, what doesn't, um, and dropping all judgment of, of the part of the process. Cause it's this kind of high, you know, like seek and find and layers and, um, uncover and unpack all these different layers and processes. Um, and it's really a brave process to be able to experiment and find what works and to be unafraid to fail and find the wisdom in the process of that. So now within the one and the three come together, it's the, your truths evolve as you evolve. So you're learning all these new truths. And as you experiment upon them, these truths evolve and become higher and higher. And you're the, become this authority figure in your field. Um, and there's no bar that you have to pass. There's no expectation from others or from you when we're living aligned with this, but because you're just doing your thing and you're just rolling with it. So did you, um, in your professional life or in your personal life, has this kind of experimenter um, piece of you led to like um, looking at failure in a different way? Or did that take some time to recognize that failure is not really failure? I want to rebrand failure, you know, like it's not really failure. It's just learning, you know, but did that take a shift through, um, through and evolve throughout your business and life that you could figure things out and um, and ex look at what you're doing with a light of learning? I have always, everything you're saying really deeply resonates. So <clears throat> I have always been, you know, my parents will tell you, I was always the kid. Like I, I was never interested in following the rules. It was like, yeah. tell me why a rule exists before I'll follow it. And so that I think can be very challenging because I was the kind of kid that needed to make her own mistakes. Like I would have to burn my hand on the stove before I would believe that it weren't, it was hot. Right. And I think when you're younger, especially not being interested in following the rules or, you know, wanting to really wanting to understand why something exists and question mm -hmm. it can be really challenging when you're younger because following the rules is an important piece of growing up or so they tell us, but when mm -hmm. you're an entrepreneur that tendency to question things is so valuable. And, yes. and yes, like I have had to, I've made, and this is why it's why I'm able to teach my clients in the way that I am, because mm -hmm. I've made so many mistakes. I'm like, I get to show you the straight line through something because from A to B, because I've made all the mistakes along the way. And I just get to, you know, you get to learn from me. Right. So like, even what you mentioned in the you know, in the intro, I was in a hundred grand debt. I was making great money in my corporate career and I was spending everything I was making. I was deeply unhappy. I was very unfulfilled. And it took me a very long time to figure out what the hell was wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I realized I was responsible for creating it all. And 
and started doing the deep work of like really understanding my own mind, really understanding my beliefs, like how my beliefs are creating everything, how my, you know, the debt that I was in not being paid off the financial situation I was in, like, that was all a function of the choices I was making. And so doing it the wrong way or the hard way, I'd say, not necessarily the wrong way allowed me to understand what does work. And, you know, even Mm. all of the challenges I've been through with business, like I've been through business founder breakups. I've, you know, nearly collapsed a company. I've had, you know, my, my previous business, um, down to the wire of like no new business coming in a customer jumping ship unexpectedly, like the roof collapsing, like all of these things happening all at once and, and being aware of and understanding like how to, how to unpack that in a way and how to create a strategy and like get out of that tricky situation um, and be able to thrive. It's like, I've, I've made all the mistakes. Like I've made mistakes around not having clear contracts in place, right? Like what happens when you don't have things in writing, um, payment terms with clients. It's like, you know, what happens when you're not clear in communication or clear in expectations, when you're thinking something and you haven't said it right. And someone else is thinking something else. And now I, I have very different policies and practices in the business for that reason. And so it's, you know, or even how you onboard and, um, how you onboard and train people, right? Like when you don't set expectations with contractors in a way that it's like you're setting them up, them up to win or new clients coming in. Like I have the most luxurious and incredible, I was actually mentioning to you, I have just recorded a bunch of new videos for onboarding new clients to give them the most amazing experience and answer all their questions before the program even begins. It's like, I've I've learned all of the things along the way that clients came into the program and they're like, they didn't know or they had questions about or how to be, even more successful in the program. It's like, how do you set people up to win? And so that all of the things I get to, you know, teach now are a function of all the ways I did it wrong or the ways that I, I did it kind of, you know, just harder than it needed to be. Um, and again, I think that's what we do as, um, as coaches and, and entrepreneurs is we get to like show other people the straight line there so that they don't have to take as long or as much exhaust, as much effort doing it. And so that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I love, um, what you said that like, again, this is a learning process, you know, and there's moments in, there's lots of moments in entrepreneurship where we could get down on ourselves and we could be like, why did I sign up for this? You know, (laughs) but also recognizing that being an entrepreneur is this sole purpose driven life. It is a life um, whereas going to a job is, can be soul crushing, you know? And so, um, but we can figure it out. You know what? We have the resources within ourselves to figure it out and to take those opportunities that maybe didn't work out so well and to be like, okay, I learned this and I learned this. And now instead of wallowing in that, I'm going to help others. I'm going to make this better. And this is what I'm going to do next, you know? And so really changing the mindset of like, Hey, this was just an experience that is teaching me. And now I get to do this from that result. And that's the powerful beauty of being able to take something that didn't turn out so well and shift it into something that is um, helpful for us and helpful for others as well. Totally. I couldn't agree more. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Another part of your chart that just spoke to me so deeply was your, um, one of your gates. Now a gate is attached to an energy center and those energy centers, again, are kind of like those chakras of the body. And um, 
It's gate 39, and this one is attached to the root, so it's attached to drive, but this is I create tidal waves of change. And so you have this provoked heightened sense state of emotional and spiritual awareness, which is so right on y'all. And again, I can't make this stuff up. Like, I'm not like, oh, um, I mean, Kristen and I, we met before and stuff like that, but we just connected and things like that. And so when I look at a chart, I'm just like, this is what's speaking to me. This is the message that comes through. So, um, what you do is sometimes people need to say, hear things in certain ways. And sometimes that can be hard to hear, but what you do is you give them a nice, uh, direction in a way that really speaks to their soul. So you're creating these tidal waves of change from your own being and you funnel it to others so that they can change, so they can get things done so that they can uh, reach their next steps. And it is a beautiful process to see and to know that that is a gift that you bring to your clients. It's a gift that you share with them. It's like, hey, let me tell you this in a nice, you know, in your own way, but it gets them a little kick in the pants. They're like, oh, okay, here's what we're going to do. Creates that tidal wave shifting and that momentum changer in a different way. Um, so have you... Um, seen this gift? Have you leaned into this gift or yeah, exploring it? <clears throat> totally. It's in the work that I do with clients. I think one of the biggest things that I've realized over time is that <clears throat> in order for me to show up in the highest service of my clients, I have to be willing to be unliked. <laughs> and so I, because money, you know, the, the work that I do, I teach women about money and wealth. Right. And because money is such a, it's a, it's a funny topic for women because a lot of women mm -hmm. just don't feel confident managing money. They don't feel confident with numbers. They don't feel confident exploring money. And we're not socialized to, to be really, you know, confident and capable and like powerful yeah. with it. And so it's really important for me in the work that I do that I make things really accessible. Like one of the things I say in my program is like, no stupid questions. Like I want you to ask questions because there are things that everyone goes around thinking like, oh, everyone else has the answer. Like everyone else knows exactly how to invest and, and they have it nailed when secretly, like nobody has any idea, most of the people that are walking around. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important that women feel safe to share in my containers, what questions they have, what they're confused about, what they've never, ever learned before. And that, that, that culture, it's like, it's, you're not dumb. It's like, nobody ever taught us this stuff. Right. So like, of course you don't know. And this is the first time you've seen it. So of course it feels weird. So that's a really important piece for me that I make things like I create the safe space and I make things really accessible. And also there's a lot wrapped up in money that has nothing to do with the numbers, right? If you're, we can talk about business strategy all day and we do inside my, inside my program. And also if what's really operating at a deeper level is you believe that you you know, no one in your family has ever made seven figures, you know, and you don't believe it's possible for you, right? Like that's going to be driving all your actions. And so what's really important is to be for us to have a safe space, to be vulnerable about what's really there, to ask mm -hmm. the tough questions, to, to say the things that aren't said and to really uncover and unpack, like what's standing in your way. And it might not be a budgeting tool or a spreadsheet. It's like, it's something deeper and like, let's just talk about it. So that's mm -hmm. an important piece of it. But also part of my job is to be willing to challenge people. Like if I would just tell you what you want to hear, you'll just keep doing the same things you've always been doing. 
and you'll keep getting the same results. And so there are many times in every single program that I have, there are times that come up where clients it's uncomfortable as we like, mm. where they're annoyed with me or they don't want to hear what I'm saying. Or like they actually, and I say to this, I say this to them on the call, like you might actually think I'm a bitch sometimes, right? Like you might think that you're like, I don't want Kristen to, to call me out on why I haven't reached out to that client that I said was my deepest desire last week. Right. Mm. Like you don't want to be challenged on some of the things that you've committed to, but you're avoiding. Right. And so sometimes that means, um, yeah, we get to, I get to hold space for things to be tense and for me to be disliked because it always, I mean, it always comes back around, but what, what is more, way more important for me is, is not that everybody like me every minute of every day. Cause you, that's never going to happen anyway, mm-hmm. but that I show up in a way that allows me to hold the most powerful space for my clients and for them to get the results that they say they desire. And, and that's something that I wasn't, I didn't fully appreciate the space that I would have to grow the capacity to hold as I grew my business. And that's made me a better coach. It's made me a better person. It's made me a better leader. Um, and it's not always easy because no, I'd rather everyone like me all the time. (laughs) I'm human, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, in creating those ripples and those waves and those titles, tidal Mm. waves and uh, whatever coming, um, what is ever is necessary to come takes courage. And so it takes courage to say that. And because you have a defined throat, um, you can allow that gift to be like, I know I need to say this. So I'm going to start opening my mouth and it's going to all roll out how it needs to be said. And, and, and it does, and it comes off beautifully and it comes out exactly how that person needs to hear it. And, And that's what we want. We don't want yes people, all these yes people in our lives, you know? We want those people who are really invested in us, who are really wanting to create change. And that's what you do. And that's what your, your DNA is pointing towards. So it's so beautiful. Um, One more part of your chart that I really wanted to go over that spoke to me is how you manifest best. And I love that human design helps us to give us a tool of how we can do that. And you are a non-specific manifester. And so this is the statement is, I manifest best by embracing limitlessness, limitlessness. (laughs) So embracing all the possibilities, but not having to drill it down to a specific um, picture or specific thing. So when you get into the specifics of it, it actually kind of doesn't feel congruent with who you are. So you resonate at a higher level when you're like, this is the, the full picture of what I see I want but you don't have to necessarily drill it down to um, like, I want the house in the certain city on the certain um, driveway, you know, or like the driveway pointing this way, certain flowers, this type of thing, where specific manifestors would want all those specifics in there. So you're like, I want to be here in this country, or I want to like, um, my next goals are this, um, and you allow it to um, take a life of its own and allow it to be pointed in the right direction, but tapping into those feelings of it, that's really vital, is tapping into the feelings of what you want to manifest, um, not drilling it down to the specifics and exhausting those all those details. Um, so how does that kind of feel as I've gone over that? Totally true. Again, I, I don't think I've ever, and it's funny because you, you learn a lot about manifestation that 
when you try to apply it or when you go to apply it to your life, it's like, why doesn't that work for me? And that was actually one of the things along the way, like the, I can't remember, you know, people that are like, I want to manifest, you know, 10 grand by the end of the week, by Friday at noon. And I literally of all the times I've ever been very specific with things that I, you know, I'm calling into my life that specific, I don't think even once it's ever happened for me. And so Mm -hmm. it does build this kind of level of frustration where you're like, what am I doing wrong? Um, but yeah, what you resonate or what you've said really resonates because if I think about, you know, and I have this list of things I, I wrote on my whiteboard and, and I was looking at them even this morning and almost, I would say half of them right now are like about to, or have already like really come into full color into fruition. And one of them is this house that I just moved into. And so for a while I've been manifesting a a new home and the feeling for me, first of all, I want, you know, I wanted a, a view of the ocean and a bathtub. So those are two specifics, but everything else was, um, everything else was very fluid. It was, I very much just just embodying the feeling of expansion. Like I want to feel Mm -hmm. expanded by my environment, which is why the ocean view is important. And the, the space in the house, the feeling of it, the, the feeling of expansion. And so I didn't know where it was. I didn't know what it was going to look like. I didn't get that specific on any of it. And I'm sitting right now in this house and I can see the ocean as we speak. And it's, it does feel that, you know, the community of people, it feels totally expansive. And and tapping into that feeling for me was, I think, what allowed me to create this versus saying it was like this and this and this. Yeah, that's beautiful. And again, it's like giving a label now, like you're not, um, you're the way you manifest best is not how other people manifest best. It's your own way, your own version. And it gives you permission to be like, okay, I know they told me I had to have details, but that doesn't resonate with me. And so I'm not broken. My manifestation powers are alive and kicking. And so I manifest best this certain way. And so calling those into you and resonating with that um, allows the flow to develop even more and become even more powerful. So um, Kristen, this has been so fantastic. This has been so great. I just, um, I'm so glad we connected. I know everything is harmonic in um, business and in life. So thank you so much for being a part of the show today. Mm, So good. It was so amazing to be here. And I love, you're obviously very good at what you do and the breakdown, like so many of the things I've, I've heard my chart before, but not some of the things that you went into detail on are really, first of all, things I hadn't considered or heard, but a lot of them were very, almost all of them were very on point. And yeah, it was just super fun, super fun. Thank you. It was so good. It was just, it was really touching to see just all the stories that came out. And um, I have a whole list of um, great quotes from you. So I'm super excited. So, um, and again, listeners, thank you so much for being on today. Make sure you screenshot this, put it in your stories and tag Kristen and I, and we'll shout you out as well. Embrace your phenomenon, embrace your power. Thank you for being a part of this episode. Do you want to know all the things about your human design chart? I get that question all the time. Grab your iridescent human design reading. It's a private podcast, human design reading. Each episode dives into a part of your chart. And it's about 30 episodes with my eyes on your chart and then giving you an iridescent action step. Because it's one thing to know about your human design. It's one thing to know how you operate 
What are your gifts? But it's a next level to do something about it. So thank you again for being part of this episode. Screenshot this episode, throw it in your stories and tag me and I'll shout you out as well. Send me a message on Instagram. I love connecting with the viewers and listeners. Um, make sure you subscribe to the episodes and I would love it if you can leave a review. I love hearing from you and connecting with you. Check out the show notes for all things of this episode and more ways we can connect and work together. Let's rise to thrive. <laughs>